Okay, today's daf is Shabbos, daf Kuf Yud. We are on Kuf Tesimut Beis. A few lines from the bottom. Haiman de Bola Chivya. Someone who swallowed a snake. So you might want your headphones for this, uh, for this daf. Just, just letting you know at home. Uh, interesting daf today. So Haiman de Bola Chivya. We're continuing the Rafua discussion. Someone who swallows a snake. Loichle Keshusa B'milcha. He should, he should be fed. Kishusa again is hops, bimilcha with salt, and he should run three mil. So get him to jog, to run a little bit, and that will work. He saw a person that swallowed a snake, idamile kiparasha. So he idamile, he made himself appear like kiparasha, which means someone who runs a chariot, a horseman, someone, an intimidating figure, and he grabbed him and he demanded, he made him eat. These hops with salt, he made him run. He forced him to run three mil. And what happened was, the snake left him uh, piece by piece. Some say Rav Shimi Barashi himself, he swallowed a snake. He appeared to him like a horseman. He made him eat this hops with salt. He made him run three mil. And indeed, this came out, the snake came out of him piece by piece. Haiman did Tarke Chivya, someone was bitten by a snake. So Lacey Ubaro, you should bring an embryo, the Chamara Chivarta, a white donkey. Velikare, you should tear it. Veloisve Ilave, and put it on your, uh, put it on the, uh, the bite, and that would work. Now, Vahani Mili, Delayishtikach Trefa. It only works if the donkey was not a Trefa. So it had to be like a, uh, a, a healthy donkey in order for this to work. Ahu, now on Kofi Raman Aleph, Ahu Bar Kosha, the Pumbadisa, there was a certain uh, general of Pumbadisa, the Turkey Chivya, that a snake bit him, so he had 13 donkeys that were white and they were pregnant, so in Pumbadisa, in the whole Pumbadisa, so Karino Lekulo, so he demanded, let's go, we got, they tore up each of them and uh, they, they removed the ober, the fetus, the embryo, the shtikachu, trefa, and they found out that the donkey, all 13 of these donkeys were trefas, and therefore the, the cure would not work. There was a one more donkey in the other, ta- other side of town, so they went to go run to get this donkey. By the time they went to bring it, a lion already consumed this donkey, and this person was no longer able to be healed, and he died from this snake bite. So you see from here that it doesn't work. This wasn't your typical snake bite. This was a snake bite that came from a curse of Chazal, the Leslea Susa, which there's no refuah for. The Pasuk says, and we had this a few times, we had this already in the first parakash of uh, Brachos, it talks about someone who doesn't, who comes home at night, he doesn't say Kriyashma right away, he says, I'll eat a little bit, I'll drink a little bit, I'll go to sleep, and then I'll, you know, at some point I'll go say Kriyashma, the, the Gemara there says, Kol and it's based on the Pasuk in Kahelas, Parakyut, Pasuk Ches, someone who goes against the Dibre Chazal should be bitten by a snake. So this person, the reason why the donkey embryo didn't work for him, he violated Divrei Chazah. So Amri Lei, Taka, in, in, Rebbe, you are correct, Rebbe. Dechignach, Navshei, the Rav, when Rav died, now the Gemara Ksubas talks about uh, when Rav dies, you had many uh, 
the, the Gemara tells us that there was Batla covered in the world. They had some type of mourning because he was the God of Ladar. So when Rav died, Gaza, Rav Yitzchak, Bar Pisna, Rav Yitzchak, Bar Pisna made a the leka, the limte, asa, that you should not take hadasim, the gidme, levain, these palm shoots, hilula, betavli, you shouldn't go shake it by a wedding. That was a sign of simcha. So they had their uh, simcha initiative and they would not be doing this after Rav died for one year. And this person didn't care. He went. Uh, he would bring it, these, uh, these hadasim. So therefore, therefore he's bitten by a snake, as the Pasuk says. And therefore, that, that is why the donkey, Rafua did not work. Someone who has, has a snake wrapped around him, should go down to the water. So he should turn over a basket on top of the, uh, uh, the, the, the snake. The lahat uh, and she, you should flip over a, a basket and put it near where the snake is. And the chiseliki lovi, when the snake goes into the basket or on top of the basket, lishte lamaya, chuck it into the water. The list like and get out of there as soon as you can. That would be the method of avoiding the snake. Haiman de mekani bechivya, someone who sees that a snake is. Uh, upset at him, running after him. And the point over here is the snake is smelling his footsteps. So he's leaving a trail. So what do you do? So if he has a friend with him, so ride on top of your friend. Let your friend carry you as if the, your friend is a horse. And therefore the snake will no longer be able to follow your, the smell of your footsteps because you're not walking anymore. Your friend under, underneath you is carrying you. If you don't have a friend there, you should... Uh, go through or jump over a ditch of water, a charitz of, of water, so that the snake cannot find you. Go through a river, and that night, even after going through this process, still the snake might find you. So what should you do? Put four barrels surrounding your bed. You should sleep underneath the stars. Uh, go stargazing, sleep outside. And bring four cats. And tie them to the four sides of your bed so they should be able to catch any snake. Bring these uh, leaves and branches, things that rattle and make noise. When the snake comes, the cats will wake up. When they hear it, they will eat the snake. Someone who has a snake running after him, should run to a sandy area and will assume that the nachash, the snakes get slowed down and you'll be able to escape. Another interesting Gemara, a woman who sees a snake, she doesn't know if the snake wants to actually physically be with her. So this reminds us of the story of Chava, I'm sorry, yeah, of, 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 of Adam and Chava and the snake. So the, if you learn the Madrashim in Parshas Barashas, it seems like there was more than, uh, than the Torah tells us explicitly what was going on with that story. So snakes and women, so what should, what should she do? So the Gemara says, She should remove her clothing and throw it in front of the snake. The snake is busy with the clothing. He wraps himself in it. He must be uh, thinking about her. If not, so you see that this, was, this is not a threat. Now, my takanta, what should she do if, in fact, the snake is about to kill her and he, she sees that he's, the snake is interested in her? So the Gemara says, She should be mishamish with her husband in front of the snake. That's not going to help. That's just going to further arouse the snake. She should take some of her nails and here, throw it at him. At the snake, she should say, which means, like Rachel told Lavan, that I am uh, a Manida now, and therefore that would cause the snake to uh, to go to go away. Ra- Rashi says it's not a physical thing; it's a uh, 
it's a thing to say, and this would work. Like we had with the shadim, you say something and it works, so this is what she should say. Now, hi, it's a da'il be'chivya. Another story, you have a woman that a chivya, a snake, literally was with her, Ayoba was, was inside of her, in the Oysamakim, Lipasua. So what should she do? She spread out her legs, sit on two barrels, and you should grill a, a steak in front, uh, on coals, so it smells good, and bring a basket full of uh, cress that we spoke about yesterday, and good smelling wine, and you should put them on the ground near where, she, where she's sitting, and and you should mix everything together so it smells good. The linkoit sevasabiyada. You should take uh, a set of tongs and the The snake's gonna leave her as soon as it smells it. So she should grab the snake, the throw it on the fire. If you do not do this, if you're not proactive, hadar ilava, it will again go on top of her again. So next, kala oichlan. All foods, the Mishnah told us, anything that's defined as a food that a person could eat it lerufua. Even though you're doing it, you're taking a prune juice, you're, I don't know, you're having beets or something, that you're doing it for a food purposes. If it's defined as a food, halach is you let eat it on Shabbos, even though you're doing it mishum refua. If it's not defined as a food, you're not allowed to do it. So halach is anything that, that we, in the food section of your grocery store would definitely be fine. Once you get into the, the medicine section, so maybe for some children, vitamins are considered you know, the candy, but for most people, that would not be considered food. So it gets into the discussion of can one take this on Shabbos if Mishim uh, Rafua? The most common question about uh, with this would be Tums. Can a person take Tums on Shabbos? So, of course, that's the time you want to take it. You want to take your nap after your Chalant. So, can you take Tums? So, if you consider Tums food, they could actually make a bracha on it. So, again, so if it's Eichlin, if it's considered food, then you should be allowed to take it. However, I think most people uh, would not consider Tums food. Halachas, you would not make a bracha on Tums. It tastes somewhat decent, so you could get it down, but that's not, no one would ever, you know, craving the taste of Tums. So, and most people keep it in their bathroom. So, obviously, it's not a food. You, you don't keep it in your cupboard unless you want to keep it nearby for, uh, <laughs> near, near your, uh, near your poppers, so whatever. But for most people, it's considered medicine. So you should only be taking it on Shabbos if someone is bitzar. If you're bitzar, bitzar gadol, nafal amishka, if you're in heavy pain, you could take your, uh, your tums. I did see some of the chassidah shapoyskim, they say that, what do you mean? Tums is part of the sida. You have chalant and tums. So everyone considers it food. So okay, maybe in that world, that would be fine. But if- Those medications you take like a half an hour beforehand? So, then you're not, so that's mugan there, because then you're not a chayla. Let's say, uh, what's it called, um, a meprazil, one of these, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, I think one in, th- one in three adults have uh, heartburn in America or uh, acid reflux. Very common question, can a person take a preemptive pill? So there's a mug and a rum. Halacha is, without getting into all the details, if you're not a choyla at that point, we could be makele and take these pills. Uh, another example would be allergy medicine. Let's say you take your Zyrtec or Claritin in the morning. If you're not sneezing yet, you're allowed to take it. There's a titsaliezer, which which comes up, we, we had the discussion regarding Kavad Abriyas. Mishum Kavad Abriyas, you'll have to be doich and nisadrabanan. A guy's wearing tzitzis midrabanan, like a begin midrabanan in the street. We had all these questions. So Tzitzel says, let's say a person is going to be sneezing the whole Shabbos, and he's going to be embarrassed, he's sneezing away. 
and he'll be embarrassed. So covered up so you can take medicine, uh, allergy medicine on Shabbos. But if you take it before you get to the, to, before you're exposed to the pollen, you wake up in the morning, you're not sick yet, you're, you're fine, you're, or you have your uh, omeprazole for your acid reflux, as long as you take it before you, before you eat, you're considered healthy, and with a few other factors, but lemaisa, the psak is you could so definitely take like that. Acid reflux, like it's not an immediate dangers, but years of non-controlled acid reflux can cause blood infection. Right, but it's a very long process. So that's not Yeah, the esophagus, yeah. I don't think so. It's a good question. Yeah, if something theoretically could, could cause uh, a sakana on Shabbos, but this is going to be, I, I don't think people will consider a sakana at that I point. That's like saying one cigarette is understand that, but, and yet people are still horrible people if they smoke. <laughs> we, have you, we have you on tape. <laughs> okay, uh, fine, good. Good questions, these are uh, but again, if you take it before the meal, you're good. Otherwise, some people, they, they have such bad heart, the heartburn, they, they mamish can't function. Anyways, they're allowed to take it. Okay, but either way, if it's cold food, kala you're allowed to take it. So like Mara says, kala eichlin, mai. What do you mean by kala eichlin? Usually when you say call, you're coming to include something I would not have thought of. So the Gemara says, Now let's say a person's eating spleen, which is good for your teeth, but it's bad for your intestines. So there's like a, there's a, there's pros and cons here. If you're eating karshinin, which is uh, some type of, um, what's karshinin? Um, Capers. Capers, okay. Yeah, we have this in, in, in brachas. So that's good for your intestines, but it's bad for your teeth. Okay? So here, people will only do it when they need to because it's not a good thing to eat. But let's say you have bad teeth, so you want to eat your your uh, your tall, your spleen, not your own spleen, we want to eat the spleen. So you'll say, okay, it's worth it. I, I need a good teeth, so I'll, I'll have to deal with the consequences. So the Mishnah is telling me, even though it's still only eaten by people for a fool, but since this is considered food, it's mutter. Many of the Rishonim say that anything that is still con- that is considered food, even though nobody that's healthy would eat it, I don't know, you have a, a certain certain type of food, nobody healthy would eat it still, as long as it's defined as food, you're allowed to eat it on Shabbos. Kola mashkin, what about all beverages? What's that coming to include? La suye mai, You have this caper beverage in vinegar, so that... Uh, People typically drink it for a four, but still it's a beverage, and therefore you could drink it on Shabbos. Can you drink urine? So that was an ancient uh, medicinal practice to drink that. So Amalei Tanina, we learned in a mission called Amashkin all beverages you could drink, but the Meraglayim, no, nobody drinks that, and therefore you cannot drink it on Shabbos. It looks like you're doing it for a fuah. The Achorinim discuss, can you drink it during the week? Isn't that a problem about the Shaktsu? So, yes, it is a problem about the Shaktsu to drink it. The question is, can one violate about the Shaktsu in order to heal himself? Because then you know why you're doing it. But just an interesting uh, halacha. Seems like you could drink Meraglayim from this Gemara, but it'll be another problem of about the Shaktsu. So the Mishnah told me that you could drink all beverages except for the made the beverages of a decal, which sounds like a palm tree. So Tana, not dekarim, dekarim. We'll see what that means. Matana made dekarim. Why is it called dekarim? Shim doikrin es hamara. It it afflicts the uh, the mara, the gallbladder, and it's it's a laxative basically. Umadamar made the column. She min shnei dikli. It comes from 
two palm palms. My made the column Amarabah Rabroina Tarti Tali Ikabamarava. There are two plants of palm trees in Artisov and Afka in the Mayan Ibn Ayun. You have a, a spring, a Mayan of water coming out between these two trees. So it had these uh benefits. Kasakama, the first cup of water you drink, Marapi. That heals a person and and uh, he's able to now go to the bathroom. Idach, two cups, Mishalshal. It's going to loosen up his stool too much. Idach, the third one, the same consistency that it goes in. You drink it, that's how it comes out. Arma Ula, Ula says, I drink this Babylonian beer, minayu, and it worked better for me as a laxative, better than all these things. It's only if you didn't drink this beer in the last 40 days. But if you did, then it wouldn't work for you. Rabbi Yossi, Oymer, Rabbi Yossi says, Zaysoim HaMitzri. What is made the karm? Made the karm is this Egyptian Zaysoim, which is Tilsa Sari, a third barley, Tilsa Kortome, a third saffron, the Tilsa Milchan, a third salt. That was your concoction for your uh, laxative. Rabbi Papa Omar, Tilsa Chiti, a third wheat, the Tilsa Kortome, a third saffron, the Tilsa Milchan. Vesimone, uh, how do you remember this? Sisane. That it's uh it's called Sisani Rashi says because the Samach of Rav Yosef and the Samach and the and the sound of Sa'irim that's how you remember Sisani. Now Vashasi Lahu Bain Divchalat and you should drink this between Pesach and Shavuos to commit someone who has uh, is constipated Merapile and it helps loosen the stool or the rough it's too loose Kamile it it it, it, uh, it strengthens the stool so it's a magic magic uh, potion. Next. The Mishnah said the kois ikarin, which which literally means two different things. It means ikar could also mean ikarin of herbs. It also means ikarin of sterility. It, it causes one to become sterile. And the Gemara at the end of today's daf discusses that question: Can a person do these things? So let's see. My kois ikarin. What is this kois ikarin? Amar Biachnan laisi mitkal zuzah. You take a uh, the weight of a zuz of kuma Alexandra, of this uh, sap from Alexandria, or miskal zuzah gavigila, and bring a the weight of a zuz of of, uh, of tzrif, which is uh, which is alum, umiska zuzah kurkuma rishma, and a zuz weight of saffron, which grows in the garden, vilish chakinu bahadi grind them together, and who does this work for? Lizava, if you give it to a zava, so tlasa bechamra, you would you would uh, have three of these with wine, veloimi akra, and she would not become sterile. Meaning, this koisi current. At, at its highest potency, would heal things, but it would also come with a with side effects, which would cause a woman to become to become uh, sterile. So, what they should do is, if you add wine, somehow it helps soften the effect, and it won't be ma'akar. Now, but if you're trying to, to heal jaundice, so then train b'shichra, you have two of these herbs with beer, umi'akar, and it does, in fact, cause one to become uh, an akara, and the Gemara is going to ask, how is that mutter to become an akara? It seems like if a shapasik that one is not allowed to do that, so we'll see. Rabbi Yechanan said before, that if you had for a zava, now a zava means a woman who has uh, we would call it today, we call it mid-cycle bleeding. So if you look in Chumash, that's what it was. It was like a sickness, Zava. It wasn't the standard dam. We don't keep that cheshbon, and we always assume a woman who sees dam is a nida and a zava together. So we have shiv But back in the day, it was called, it was mid-cycle bleeding, which would give someone the impression that something's up, that someone needs a refuah. So that's why the Gemara here goes through many things that they would do to try to heal this mid-cycle bleeding. And in the OBGYN world, it's also considered a, um, 
a physical, I don't know the word, but there's something to get checked out. If someone always has mid-cycle bleeding, forget about the halachas neither part of it, there is something up. So a woman should definitely get it checked out. Okay, so so what do they do? Lezava, so tlasa b'chama v'lemi akra, v'ilai, if this doesn't work, lysa tlasa. You should bring three kapizis, they're on kufiyodama base, three kapizis, kapizis is a keli that holds like 36 ounces, so three kapizis of sham, Shamke parsoi of uh, Persian onions, vinish like bechamra, cook it with wine, vinashke vinimala. You should drink it up and say, Kum woman, come up from your zoivich, from your zava. Vimlai, this doesn't work. Loisva, she should sit at Parshas Terachim by the crossroads, your, uh, your local four corners. Vilinkita, Kasa, the Chamra, the other, she should cut, take a uh, cup of wine in her hand, and you sit her there, say, You just sit here. Then Velesi Inish Meachira, a person comes from behind her, Velibas, and he scares her and frightens her, and Velemala tells her as she's shocked, Kum Mizoivach, get up from your Zav, from your Ziva. Vimlai, if this doesn't work, Lesi Buna de Kamaina, you bring a agra uh, agra, uh, a fistful of, of Kamaina, of Kumin, Ubuna de Marika, and a, another fistful of, of uh, saffron again, Ubuna de Shab Lilta, and another fistful of Fanagreek, Vinishlek Bechamra, cook it up with wine. Vinashkaya and have her drink it. Vinimalay and say to her, Kum mizoivach, you should get up from your zav. This doesn't work. You take six D uh, covers of barrels, seals that are made out of uh, cement, Velishpia, and you smear it uh, with, you smear her. Get up from your ziva. Vimlay, if that doesn't work, you have a whole laundry list of options here. Lace pashtina, you bring a herb that uh, is called a pashtina. Pashtina means to be flat. Like pashtina means simple. So this, this uh, plant would grow and whenever wouldn't go, wouldn't go vertical. It would just like stay flat on the ground. So it's called a pashtina. Cook it up with wine. And smear it on the uh, the zava v'neimala and tell her kum mi zayvach v'ilai. If this didn't work, lysi charnuga de higsa remisa. You bring some type of herb that grows in the uh, amongst the thorns, called the romisa v'likle, and you you burn it v'lispa b'shachke de chitana b'kaita, and you take it with the ashes of kitana, the shirt of b'kaita. which means the summer, like you know camp b'kaita, So this is where it comes from b'kaita, your summer. The summer rags, uh, and you would uh, you would uh, take it, the ashes of that. And the winter, you would take the cotton clothing and you would burn that up, and you have uh, that would be what you do. If this doesn't work, you should make seven holes in the ground. And you should burn branches of a grapevine that is still within its first three years, so it's called Arla. She should hold the Zava, she should hold a cup of wine in her hand, and she should sit on each Guma. So she's basically sitting on each hole, and, you're, and she's holding the, the wine, and you're saying, uh, get up from your Ziva. Oh, very good. So I have the same question looking at this. So a few things. Without getting into the halachic discussion of getting enough from the ashes, that's our Mishnah tomorrow. We'll talk about that. Which things you could have enough from the ashes or not? It does here. If you look at the, the Rashi, it doesn't mean it had to be Arla. Uh, could be we're talking about Ambavel. It just means that it, it's a young, it's a young uh, tree, but it does seem that it is Arla. So. This would be going with those shitas. We'll see the Mishnah and Tamur talks about a colonist rafim. If you could have enough from those ashes, it seems like you could. 
right? Unless you want to tell me that that's not really called Hana. I'm not actually benefiting from it. I'm doing some heebie-jeebie thing. I'm not actually... But I'm not actually using the, the actual physical thing, right? I mean, you're not actually using it. Hana usually means you're using it. Let's say tam vareach in lo hana. Let's say uh, I mean uh, what's it called mara vareach, looking at something and smelling something. We say usually it's not called hana. So if I take ashes and I use it to cover something, to to write something on a, on a you know on a wooden thing, or so that's called I use the ashes, right? Over here I'm not using the ashes, right? I don't know. It's a good question. It will be a good raya maybe, according to those opinions. I have the same question as you, but a good point. So, so basically, she sits on each one, and on each one you say, So that's what they used to do. You bring flour, and you would smear uh, from half of her goof and downwards. So with this, when she's smeared with flour, you would tell her, You take an egg of a, which is a uh, ostrich, a basiano. The lick lay, you burn it. The lisp of a shakke, the kitana, the kaita. And again, you take the ashes of the rags that people would wear in the bikaita in the in the uh, summer. Ubashaki, the amar gufna, the sisva, and the winter clothing, which was made out of cotton. So we use that. If this doesn't work, liftach la chaviva, the chamra lishma. So forget this whole thing. <laughs> None of these things work. We're back to our last resort, almost. Take a barrel of wine and just tell her, just enjoy. Just drink a lot of wine and just keep drinking. So that's going to work. Viloy, if this didn't work, she's taking her hand to sa'arsa, which is barley, which is demishtaka, which is found found in the uh, in a mule's dung. So you have a barley that's found there. If she holds it for one day, it's either you know once a day or the entire day. So then... Pasca uh, treyoimi. She'll get two days of being clean. Vinokta treyoimi, pasca tlasiyoimi. If she holds it for two two days, she'll get three clean days. Vinokta tlasiyoimi. If she holds it for three days, pasca laoylam, she'll be clean forever. Okay, don't try this at home. Liakoina. What if a person has joined this? So we said before, you would take this koishal ikrin, this uh, this herb is. That was a kosher look, and that was the ancient way of, of sterilizing someone. So train b'shechor umi akar. So you would take two of these things in uh, in shechor and beer umi akar, and it would work, and it would actually make someone not able to have children anymore. So the Gemara says vilai. What if that didn't work? Or you don't want to do it, or you don't have it? Lacy reisha de shibuta de milcha. You would bring a a head of a fish, which is called the shibuta. We have this in uh, in Hilchah Shabbos. It says that, I think, Rava Malach Shibuta, the Rava would, would, would prepare for Shabbos himself. He wouldn't rely on his family and his cleaning ladies. He would do it himself. And he, they would assault the fish for Shabbos. So that's the famous term Shibuta. So you would uh, cook it with beer and drink it. Viloy, if this doesn't work, you bring a... Uh, a juice, a brine of grasshoppers. Vileka, if you don't have this, moinine de kamse. If you don't have these uh, grasshopper things, lysim monina de nikiri. You bring the brine of small birds, which are called nikiri. Vileile lebeboni velishvayu. You bring this, this uh, the sick person into a bathhouse, and you smear this brine, this uh, grasshopper juice on it. Vileka beboni. If you don't have a bathhouse, loik me bein tanura laguda. The point is to get it warm. So your the warmest place was their bathhouse. So now we're saying bring it, if you don't have a bath, so you bring it in between the oven and your wall, because that's a very warm place. 
What if you want to get heated, warm up this person who has joined this, which is, which usually is accompanied by high fever, right? So you kind of chenu bisedinai, you would uh, wrap him in a sedinai in his own cloak, so uh, or someone else that had joined this, he used that shirt, that blanket, and that should work. Next, Yosef So he had this joined this of a lay Rafkahana. Rafkahana did this uh, action. He he put uh, he wrapped him up in this sudden in the sheets, Vitase, and in fact he was healed. Viloy, if you don't have this, Lysi Tlusa Kipizi, you bring three uh Kalim that we had on the top of the daf Kipizi, which they hold three Lugin, which is about thirty six ounces. Tamri Parsiasa filled with these Persian dates with Lassa Kapisa the Kira the Nishtarufe and three of these buckets full of wax that comes out of the, the beehive with Lassa Kapisa Ahala Tarlana of red aloe Velish Lukino Bashikhavalishti. And you would cook it all up in beer and you would give it to him to drink. The Eli, if this doesn't work, Lysi Ila Bahamara, you bring a uh, a small donkey, Viligalach Mitzi Asa Duresha, and you would shave the head of the sick person in the middle, so like a, re- a reverse mohawk. So right down the middle, it would be shaved. And you let out some blood from the forehead of this small uh, donkey. You take the blood and pour it on the head in between his uh, reverse mohawk. Make sure you don't go into his eyes not to blind them. If this doesn't work, this guy still has drawn this after all this uh, processes. Bring the, the head of a ram from your Rosh Hashanah Suda, which is soaked in brine or in a vinegar. Cook it up with beer and drink it. If this doesn't work, bring something, uh, which is the way the Gemara refers to a pig, so bring a speckled pig, rip it up and tear it and uh, put it on your, on the heart of the chayla. Bring uh, a leek that's found in the middle of a row, because that's very sharp, it's the strongest uh, leek, and and that, w- that would work. Now, one more Gemara. Hutaya, there was a certain Arab merchant, the Chashbe, that he had joined this. Amar Lei Ligina, he told a certain uh, farmer, the one who owned the garden, who sold vegetables, Shekol Galimai, so the barter system, take my jacket, Vahavli Meishara Dekarti, and give me uh, a row of leeks. Yavlei gave him Achali, ate it. Amar Lei Oishlon Galimach, lend me. The, the jacket I just gave you. Can I can I borrow it? He said, sure, yeah, I'm gonna lay Oishlag The Agnebe Kali. I just want to go to sleep a little bit. He lay down, he karach, he wrapped himself, gonna be. He goes to sleep in this now borrowed jacket, which is formerly his. When his fever broke, the coming got up, nafa porta porta mine, the whole thing uh, shattered, it all went into pieces. So there that's the end of this jacket. The Gemara does not tell us if he reimbursed him, but uh, just the story. So we're just gonna start the next piece of Gemara. It's really uh, tomorrow's daf, so we'll do it outside. The Gemara previously mentioned that there's a concept of a koisheli karen, a, a beverage they would take, and that would cause a woman to become an akara. So the Gemara said if you drink it with wine, it, doesn't, it, it won't damage the body. But for jaundice, the recipe that they would drink actually would cause them to become sterile. So the Gemara's question is the obvious question. How are you allowed to do that? You, a woman's not allowed to make herself sterile. So we're going to see there's different sheets in the Gemara. 
is it only for men, for women? We're going to discuss animals. If someone uh, becomes a vet veterinarian, so part of the process is to, uh, to do that to animals. So that's, that's how you become uh, certified, right? So we have a few, uh, not a few, two from people in this community. So I only spoke to uh, the missus. She told me that she asked her by Willick. She was in Stern, Stern College. So when she was there, they had a whole conversation figuring out how to do it. I forgot what she told me. It was by your house. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you. Sorry. Um, but... Uh, so, that, so we'll have to discuss that. There's the questions of contraception. You have uh, visectomies and uh, um, what's it called? Uh, hysterectomies, many shilas that come up. Usually it's a guy that's doing it. It makes the shilas a little more uh, you know, able to deal with, but very interesting questions that come up. So we'll discuss some of those things as we see. This is the source in the Gemara, so we'll discuss this tomorrow. Yashikoyev.